So, based on your understanding of the situation, when we just went through the uh, uh, the drive-through, what would you say happened on my side of the car? Exploded something, but I don't know. Would you say that abnormally stupid things happen to me on a regular basis? Yeah. And would you say that this is through any fault of my own? You can be honest. Sometimes. <laughs> okay. Well, what happened was, I ordered two fillet of fish sandwiches, and I was really excited. So, as I was pulling away from the drive-through, as I usually do, I opened the the box, took my sandwich out, scraped the top bun off, um, because it's got uh, the the what do you call it? tartar sauce on it. And I don't like as much tartar sauce as I put on, but I'm not going to pick nits while I'm sitting in the window. So I scraped it off, stuck the top button back on, and as I was sticking the top button back on, I kid you not, the filet of fish fell out of the sandwich, out of the case, hit me in the leg, so I had tartar sauce all over my leg, hit the top of my seat, and fell, and I'm not even making this up, I don't even know how I could. It fell down between the seat and the console where the where the shifter is. So I turned the light on, I pulled over, and I looked down in there, and there's a fillet of fish down in there, and I can't even believe it. So, like, I don't know if you've ever tried to pick up a fillet of fish with two fingers from between a car seat and a, and a console, but it is literally impossible. So I picked up as much as I could. I got about half of it, and it was burning hot at this point, remember. Put the window down, flung it out the window. Um, and I still, you can see down in there, it looks like a cat vomited between the seat and the console. And I have no idea how I'm going to get that out of there. Gross. It's really disgusting. <laughs> and if I don't get it out of there, it's going to stink really bad really fast. So I got to, um, probably go to the Moo Moo car wash and suck it out of there with the, with the super sucker hose. <laughs> so anyway, that's why I only was able to have one filet of fish. And the second one was marred by the failure of the first, so... I really should not even have bothered today. So anyway, that's that's what I'm recording for the podcast. Lovely. Go back to sleep. So before I start doing the thing that I'm planning on, um, I'm going to say that in my book of a thousand and one songs that you must listen to before you die, Peter Gabriel has listed Come Talk to Me, Don't Give Up, Down to Earth, Father, Son, Games Without Frontiers, No Self-Control, Shock the Monkey, and walk through the fire. I find it interesting that Sledgehammer is not in here. I feel like it's a song that should be. Seems like a rather grievous omission, considering that probably one of the most fun songs I've ever had heard in my life. Um, I've been listening to it almost nonstop, obsessively, for about three days now. Every time I get in the car, I turn it on. Every time I come home, I have to watch the video. Um, my kid is starting to think there's something wrong with me, but this is also part of my process, and this is how I do things and digest things. And, uh, <laughs> I, I'm really embarrassed to say that this song was an 80s song and was not on my radar until my bestie mentioned it, like, last year, and said that, uh, said something about it. I don't remember exactly what he said about it, but it, the, the song, uh, and the, the artist stuck in my head, and then I cut it was just in the back of my head until recently I heard the song on the radio again. I was like, that's my bestie's song. Um, so I went and I, I started to look up the lyrics because I couldn't really understand what he was saying that well. And then I was like, 
this song doesn't mean anything. The song is it's nonsensical. And then I started to put it together and I actually figured it out, which I'm embarrassed to say. I, I should be in like remedial understanding classes because um, well, just when it comes to sex stuff, because I really am really bad at getting innuendo a lot of the time, um, even like puns. My bestie has to, you know, wait for me to pick up on easy stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, I'm kind of a dink. But I do want to do kind of a close reading of this song. Um, maybe, I, I'm not going to, like, pause it after every line, but maybe, like, after the verse, I will pause it and then talk about what's in that verse for anyone who doesn't understand it. I know that my kid asked me while I was listening to it the other day, what the hell is this song even about? What does it mean? What's what's its end game?" It was like... At that point, I still didn't understand, so I didn't have to, like, put my toe in the water. But I feel like I could adequately explain that to somebody at this point. So here we go. I'm going to do it from the video because a lot of the images in the video also kind of explain what's happening. Green Starfield! I like that the video begins and ends the same way. Oh, wait, it's wiggling. Turns out it's sperm. And there's a close-up of sperm. When my kids saw this the other day, she said, What are you watching? I was like, Peter Gabriel, he uses weird images. Because <laughs> I still didn't get it yet. I should probably turn it up a little. This is a song you can always turn up a little more. Body parts, eyeball, mole, mouth, ear. I don't like his teeth. Sorry. Everything else about him is hot, but his teeth. Okay, so train was number one. Number two was a plane. It kind of sounds like his message in this song is, Call me, I'll be anything you need, which is very sweet. It's like, I'm here for you, babe. I did not realize that a Big Dipper was a ride until I saw this video. I thought it was, like, the thing in the sky. Creepy bumper cars singing along. Okay, so, from the first verse, we have a train, we have a plane, we have the Big Dipper, which, as I said, I had recently found out was a roller coaster and not just a thing in the sky, which is probably what threw me off, to be honest. And then, um, the bumper cars, bumping. Um, when you get all four of those things, they're all things you ride, that's the only thing they have in common. And just taking from that, it, it wouldn't really indicate what the song was about because it still sounds like he's saying i'm here for you babe which to to my innocent poetic heart uh was a sweet enough message to cover whatever else he was trying to do at the time that 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 ow that thing is like the hottest thing a male singer could ever do. I don't know why. 
and he looks like Elon Musk here. Which I'm embarrassed because I just said that he was hot. Elon Musk is a tool. This is kind of a corny metaphor. Oh, you know what? I just caught that he takes those two cauliflowers. And he moves them where your chest is. That, that was clever. I never caught that before. Fruitcase is kind of corny. Okay. Now, the fact that he has mentioned sweet, and if you take it in comparison to the first part of the song, which is about riding, and then he's talking about something that's sweet, and he's saying, show me around your fruitcakes, and then he says, uh, I'll be your honeybee, which... What do honeybees do? They eat sweet things. So uh, we go from riding to uh, eating, and then you're kind of like, oh, you know what? There was sperm at the front of the video. Maybe I should put together that this is about sex. It really did take me a long freaking time to get that and put that together. Oh, he just ate a cherry. I just caught that. I don't like this part where he's singing through the box, but I get <laughs> I just caught that. He's singing through a box hole in the wall thing. <laughs> Sledgehammer hands. More sperms! There was sperms on the wallpaper just now. And the sled when he said sledge just now, a bunch of water shot through the shot through his head, I guess. And there's an egg dancing. And chickens, the chickens creep me out. But there's there's so much innuendo in here. I think both of those chickens have a vagina. <laughs> Somebody go watch this video and tell me if I'm crazy. It's probably supposed to be their tails. But anyway, look very vaginal. Okay, can I just stop the video here for a second and say, I don't like his use of the black women here. Like... The, 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 the stereotype of the black choir, uh, what am I trying to say? Let me say it more gracefully than this. He's, he's this white dude, and, and there's, this, there's this pattern in music, in modern music, of white dudes using black choirs to back up what they're singing, and I kind of feel like that's um, cultural appropriation. It's also, uh, uh, what I can say to his, to his credit is at least he puts them in the video, this time, I know this was the 80s and we were not very enlightened back then, but I kind of feel like, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, it's a good song. I just, that one part kind of trips some kind of a buzzer for me. <clears throat> he took off a lot of layers of clothing in that one part. He shed his skin. This is the new stuff he goes dancing in, so I guess he's like implying that he's nude. <laughs> Show me yours, and I'll show you mine. The TV was creepy. Except for that one problematic issue. He's pretty hot in this video.
here's what I'm wondering is why the help me through, come on, help me through, it, it kind of sounds like desperation at that point. Um, uh, that, that part always unsettles me a little bit. And we're back to the Starfield. I like how it ends and it starts and ends with the same kind of visual. Cute. Uh, I, I, he seems very confident in the beginning and then he's like lost control of his, of his senses by the end because he's like really hot for her or something. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about that, but the whole video itself, the lyrics and everything, I'm embarrassed that it took me that long to get it and it's really an awesome song and I think I'm going to continue to be obsessed with it for at least another few weeks or months. I really do feel that this song should have been included in the 1001 uh, songs you have to hear before you die because can you imagine going through your life without hearing this song? I don't know how important or worthwhile this was to do just now but um, I just needed to get it out of my head I think.